If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Welcome to Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. On today's episode, we take a look at Animal Kingdom Lodge, one of the most unique deluxe hotels on property. Find old episodes of the podcast at DisneyDeciphered.com, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you find podcasts. If you're enjoying the podcast, we'd really appreciate it if you shared it with somebody else or left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Connect with us at DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, on Twitter at WDWDeciphered, or you can like our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes. And we wanted to start doing, you know, obviously there's just the two of us, and we have not stayed in every single Walt Disney World hotel property, but we have stayed in a bunch. And so we thought from time to time we would, you know, just give our overall impressions of various hotel properties on Walt Disney World property. Now, I said property many times in that sentence. Let's start by saying that we are just giving our overall general impressions. And at most, we've only stayed in each of these places a few nights or uh, like a week at most. And so obviously, you got to take everything that we say with a grain of salt these are just our impressions and you know what we felt about the property when we stayed there and when we left it. So for starters, we are going to start with Animal Kingdom Lodge. Leslie and I were both invited, thanks to Traveling Mom and Traveling Dad, to the Toy Story Land media preview event, and they put us up at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, and you know, I've stayed there twice now, and I think Leslie has stayed there once. And so, you know, we just wanted to give our overall impressions of the hotel and what we thought about it. Leslie, for starters, why don't you just talk to us about where's Animal Kingdom? I guess it's a little obvious for this one, but where's Animal Kingdom Lodge located? And I guess related to that is how are the transportation options from Animal Kingdom Lodge to the different various parks? Sure. So obviously Animal Kingdom Lodge is close to Animal Kingdom Park. And if you know your Disney geography, you'll know that that's quite a bit further distant from the other parks. Um, There's sort of the monorail loop and the magic kingdom and then Epcot and Hollywood studios are kind of close to one another. And then further away from that is animal kingdom and animal kingdom lodge. So it's a bit further away than most of the rest of Disney world. And that obviously brings up transportation issues. Yeah. So I would say that the, my Disney experience app, which honestly was here in July of 2018 was very terrible. They just updated a couple weeks ago and I had all sorts of problems on our last trip. However, the one nice thing and the one thing that was working consistently on my My Disney Experience app was the bus times. And one thing I noticed is that from Animal Kingdom Lodge to Animal Kingdom, basically it seemed like it would take six to eight minutes to get from the bus stop to the park. Whereas 
you know, to get to the other parks, it was like 15, 20 minutes. And honestly, uh, I was there with some friends and they waited half an hour at outside Jumbo house for a bus. And then from there, it took them almost half an hour to get to the magic kingdom and their bus didn't have air conditioning, which was a pretty miserable experience for them. Um, so, you know, you kind of got to bear that in mind that, you know, animal kingdom lodge is a beautiful place. You know, it can be pretty difficult to get to the parks. Yeah, we started with with the negative, and I agree. We we found the transportation to be a little bit frustrating, and a couple of times we did just give up and get a Lyft or an Uber, and one time a minivan. And yeah, it was the bus times were too long, and they weren't as consistent as I found at some other resorts from previous days. And maybe it was because it was summertime, and there are more people moving around trying to get back to take breaks to their hotels in the summertime. That's just my my speculation, but. We had to wait longer for buses than I ever have on previous Disney vacations the last couple of years. Right. And so, you know, that's transportation. You kind of got to bear that in mind. Obviously, you know, if you have a car, maybe that makes things easier for you. And uh, and if you want to spend most of your time at Animal Kingdom, um, it'll be easy as well. But I think I sort of buried the lead. We should have actually started with, you know, what is the main draw of Animal Kingdom Lodge? What kind of is unique and sets it apart from the other hotels, Leslie. And, you know, in my mind, why is it one of the hotels where you could stay there and not even bother going to the theme parks at all? Totally. Yeah. It's probably the most unique of the Disney hotels and you don't necessarily feel like you're at Disney. I mean, you come in and there's just breathtaking lobby and the theming and the detail and everything is of course centered around African theming, I would say. Uh, And there's so many activities and amenities that are centered around that. So I really felt like it was an otherworldly experience and I was really grateful for that. It was very different than say like walking into an all stars or, you know, even one of the Port Orleans resorts, you, you felt like you were in a hotel that was a, a standalone property. It didn't necessarily have to be at Disney. And I was actually a little bit sad that we didn't have enough time to spend at the hotel because of the requirements of the press event and you know, the schedule that my family was running. We, and we were there for four nights. We were there two nights on, on Disney's time and two nights on our own. And that was not enough. I definitely felt like I could come back and stay a week and really get to experience all the things that, that there were to offer. Right. Because the unique thing about the Animal Kingdom Lodge is it's actually surrounded by, you know, what they call the savanna. And so if you've been to Animal Kingdom and been on Kilimanjaro Safaris, the ride, you know, basically it's the African savanna and there are various animals wandering around well animal kingdom lodge is kind of smack dab in the middle of that i mean it's not in the middle of the ride but it's connected um actually i think it's its own savannah that is run separately and taken care of separately and so when you're standing in the lobby you go look out the window and you just see giraffes um wildebeest various beautiful animals just wandering around and you can go out to these various vistas and outlooks to just admire the animals and it's one of the most unique experiences at a hotel that you might ever have and you know you just kind of feel like you're there on the savannah to that end um there are rooms that you can book called savannah rooms which every single room at animal kingdom lodge has a balcony um and so if you book the savannah room you have a balcony overlooking these animals now the funny thing was we were booked into a standard room and i don't know about you leslie but 
the view from my balcony also had a view of the Savannah, even though it was technically a standard room and I checked it on touring plans. It is considered a standing, uh, a standard room, but we saw giraffes and wildebeest and other various wildlife outside of our window. Maybe not as much as if we had a Savannah view, but still, I mean, if my kids had been there, seeing two giraffes outside the balcony would have blown their minds. Yeah, I didn't get as lucky. We had a pool view for our standard view room, which was fine. And, you know, there was, there's so much to see. You just walk out from the lobby and, and you can you know spot the animals. So we did that on our last morning there. We just sort of took a slow stroll around the resort. And we actually found a lot of cast members to talk to there were, that were taking care of the animals. My kids were able to ask some questions about the animals. So that was really special, but yeah, it would have been even cooler if we had lucked into a partial accidental Savannah view, but we weren't in the room long enough really to have taken much advantage. And one thing also to bear in mind is that Animal Kingdom Lodge actually has kind of two wings, one which is the main wing called Jumbo House and the other which is called Kidani Villages. Kidani Villages is actually the DVC properties, whereas Jumbo House is quote unquote the main hotel, but you can book rooms at either of them from the Disney website and you just kind of have to pay attention to which one that you are going to book. And there are all sorts of room types um, for all of those. That's right. And one thing I should add is we found that the shuttles, the Disney buses usually stopped at Kidani Village first and then went to Jumbo House. So if you're coming from a park back to the hotel and you're in Jumbo House, you'll have a stop first. And then if you're coming from Jumbo House to the parks, you will not have a stop. So that's just something to keep in mind in terms of timing, because that extra Kidani stop does add a few minutes to your transportation time. I definitely almost got out at the Kidani stop and was kindly reprimanded by a bus driver that I was getting out at the wrong place. I also tried to get back in from the exit side. So, you know, that all got pretty awkward. Definitely. I almost made the same mistake too. So, you know, great minds think alike. Shame, shame, shame. All right. So the room itself, Leslie, how did you feel about it in terms of, you know, um, beds and charging ports and outlets and stuff like that? Did you feel like it was pretty well equipped? So I thought that the room was actually pretty small. We had a standard room, like I said, but we had one of the rooms that had a king bed, no, not a king bed, a queen bed and two bunks. So we, that's, I think most rooms are the two queen configuration, but we really wanted the bunks because, you know, our kids sleeping separate is good for familial happiness. So I was really actually grateful that those were available. And I did, you know, ask at check-in, I was like, can you, can you guys get us a bunk room? And it required a little bit of finagling on the part of the front desk to make that happen. But I, I found that the the rooms were actually on the smaller side compared to most Disney deluxe resorts that I'm used to staying in. They were they didn't feel tight, but they didn't feel spacious. So we had to sort of unpack smartly and um, it was fine. And having the bunks was really the big selling point for us for you know being comfortable as a family while we were sleeping. The room layout, one thing that I think families with young kids really should know is that the sink area, there are two sinks and that area is open to the rest of the room. And that's kind of a design that Disney has used quite a bit. Like the Grand Californian is, is the same way at Disneyland. And for me with a, a kid who you know goes to bed early, a younger child who goes to bed early and often we're trying to let him sleep in until the very last minute possible. That's actually really frustrating because I can't blow dry my hair or use the sinks without disturbing the kids in the room. So that's just something to keep in mind. I much prefer the Grand Floridian that has a sliding or a closing door to the sink areas for just noise separation. 
Yeah, and even moderates like Coronado or Port Orleans, uh, Riverside and French Quarter, they have that curtain to kind of block the light. And, you know, it cuts both ways. Like if you have teenagers and you're letting them run around the parks themselves, you know, when they come back late, they can totally wake you up as well. So um, that's a good point. In terms of other amenities in the resort, pool, childcare, restaurants, you know, what were your impressions of what Animal Kingdom had to offer? So I was really impressed with the number of informal activities that there there were at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Like there was always somebody in the lobby doing some sort of demonstration. When we checked in, there was somebody there with animal skulls of like cheetahs and my daughter got to go check them out and identify different animal skulls. And there were some African crafts, um, like wood, wood carving that I noticed as I was walking through one time. So that was really unique. Um, I'm not used to seeing that in a lot of Disney resorts. And I felt like it added to the ambiance and I wished I had had more time to experience that. So that was, that was really nice. And and the other big hit with my kids was the pool. I didn't get to go to the pool, but my husband got to take my two kids when I was doing my official press duties. And the water slide was a major, major hit with my four-year-old. He apparently did it like 30 times in a row. So it was a very, you know, nothing special of a pool, but, um, it was just a great way to beat the heat and the water slide just seemed to be the right speed for younger kids there. Yeah. And then I think the other thing is, like I said, there are those um, kind of vistas or like viewing areas where you can look at the animals. And, um, you know, I think those are worth checking out as well. There are also, I think, tours that you can book um, that I haven't done myself, but, you know, there are various walking tours that give you a chance to look at the animals. So, you know, you can pay in a little extra to do that as well. In terms of restaurants, some of the best restaurants, frankly, at Walt Disney World are at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, Sanaa, which is in Kidani Village, has um, its world famous, I guess, bread service. You know, they have this bread with these dipping sauces that people love to eat. Um, Jiko is, you know, one of the nicest table service restaurants out there. And Boma is from what I hear, a very good buffet as, buffet as well. Um, and, you know, I think the great thing about Animal Kingdom Lodge is, you know, their restaurants have, uh, for lack of a better term, like just an ethnic flavor to them, which kind of makes it more unique and gets you away. Like you said at the beginning, you feel like you're somewhere else. You're not at Disney World. Um, and you can get those Indian spices, get those African spices um, that you might not necessarily get elsewhere, except for possibly the Animal Kingdom itself. Yeah, that's right. We didn't get to try any of the restaurants other than the quick service, which totally got the job done. But uh, we did get a sneak peek. We almost ate at Boma for a breakfast buffet, but ran out of time. We did get to take a sneak peek and it did look very unique. My daughter was, I was worried that maybe some of the foods would be too exotic, but my daughter did a, a run down the buffet and she saw enough that she was interested in and was excited about. So that that fear at least was put to rest. Okay, so anything else about the resort before we talk about why we would or would not recommend you staying there? So one more tip for folks who have young kids. We took advantage of Simba's Cub House, which is a child care facility, but that is going to be closing as of the end of July 2018. So if you're looking to put your kids in a night of Kids Club, that will not be there anymore at Animal Kingdom Lodge. All right. Well, that's too bad. I think your kids really love that experience, right? Yeah, they really did. We went to pick them up at about 10 o'clock and both were begging to get an extra half hour. And, uh, you know, Disney just always does kids clubs right. So I'm kind of bummed that that several of the childcare facilities are going to be closing. 
because we enjoy them. Yeah, that's too bad. I think the only one that's going to be open is the Pixar one and the contemporary. Is that correct? That's that's right. The Pixar Play Zone is going to be where all the kids go and the capacity is a lot bigger. And sort of the goal is to shut all of the kids over there to one central location and have it be a bigger, more comprehensive experience. But obviously that means transportation and transit concerns. So when we do these hotel reviews, we just kind of want to end with one or two reasons why you might want to consider booking the hotel that we're talking about and one or two reasons you might want to consider not booking the hotel that we're talking about. So Leslie, would you want to take reasons to recommend Animal Kingdom Lodge or not to recommend it? I'll take, I'll be the negative one, Joe. So you you give your recommendations and I'll give the, the cons. Sure. So, you know, I would say two reasons to recommend the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, number one, you know, the aforementioned Savannah. I just think being in a hotel kind of amongst animals is something that your kids won't forget. Now, honestly, as an adult, you probably will be less impressed by the number of animals than you might be, say, if you were on Kilimanjaro safaris. I would say that kind of the animal per square footage ratio or square minute that you have ratio that you see is not going to be as high as that. But, you know, overall with the theming and the animals around, I think it's just, you know, a beautiful hotel. The other reason why I recommend it is I think there's something to be said kind of being away from all the crazy hustle and bustle of the main Disney resorts. And like you said at the beginning, Animal Kingdom Lodge feels kind of just like its own resort um, and like a resort, right? Like, so a place where you're separated from everything else. And so there's kind of like a peacefulness and uh, a serenity there, for lack of a better term, that, you know, I really enjoy. And the rooms are a little bit small, but overall, just walking around the hotel, it's just beautiful. And uh, I just really enjoyed it. So that would be my positive. Uh, What would be your negative? Why would you not recommend people book this hotel? Sure. So so I'm going to start with one more positive because I can't be entirely negative about this resort. It was great. Um, I also thought- You have one job, Leslie. You have one job. (laughs) I'm just a positive person, Joe, you know? Uh, No, one other thing we, we didn't mention is price. And Animal Kingdom Lodge is often one of the least expensive deluxe resorts. And probably because of a couple of the negatives we mentioned, I found a room for right about $300 a night um, when I was booking on my own. And that's significantly cheaper than, say, like the Polynesian or Grand Floridian. So just something to keep in mind if you want deluxe amenities, but don't quite have the budget. But, you know, the big negative for me, as I mentioned at the beginning, was the location and the transportation. We really needed to take those mid-afternoon breaks during the summertime and the heat of the day because of the time of year we were there. And the transportation time was just so significant. It was it was frustrating. And we felt like we were spending a lot of time on a bus or a lot of money on a, a Lyft or Uber to avoid the buses. And we just couldn't get the breaks that we wanted. And we felt like we were always kind of behind our time as a result. So if if you're going to be a family like mine with younger kids who is going to spend a lot of time, say, at maybe Magic Kingdom or at Epcot, then this resort might not work, especially during certain times of year. All right. So, yeah, there you have it. That's why we might recommend or not recommend you booking the Animal Kingdom Lodge Hotel. Let's end with our Disney do's and don'ts. Uh, I will give you a Disney do for booking hotels in general. Like we said, um, you know, I lucked out with a standard room that had a view of the Savannah. And one way that you can do that now, I 
tech, I literally lucked out, but um, one way that you can do that. And I know Dia Adams, the deal mommy, she actually did this herself. Um, so Turing Plans, a website that we've talked about a lot, has something called the Room Finder, uh, the Reservation Room Finder on its website. And what it does is, you know, you can tell Turing Plans what type of room you've booked, like in our case, a standard room. And you can kind of narrow down the rooms that you want with various parameters, like how far it is from the bus stops, um, the view, what floor it's on, et cetera, et cetera. And Turing Plans also gives you recommended rooms. So I'm pretty sure. So Dia, who also had a standard room, ended up in a room with a Savannah view, even though it was technically a standard room. And I think it was a Turing Plans recommended room. In fact, she, and so what you can do with this room finder is five days before your stay, Turing Plans will send a room request to Disney World on your behalf. Um, you select the room on Turing Plans website and they'll send the request to Disney on your behalf. And, you know, as long as that room is available, Disney will put you in that room. Um, and obviously, you know, you're asking for a room that's in your category. And so that's a way to get the best hotel rooms in your category. And so that is definitely a Disney do, something that you should do before you go on your Disney vacation. Now, to do so, you do need a Turing Plan subscription, but you can get that for $15, and it's well worth the cost, in my opinion. Great tip, Joe. I haven't tried it yet, but I've been eyeing with envy the great rooms that Dia has been getting as a result. Yeah, and we'll link to her post um, where she talks about using that because, you know, she literally uses that room finder uh, every single Disney trip that she takes. And uh, it's, you know, I definitely think it's a tip worth taking. All right, so that about does it for our impressions of Animal Kingdom Lodge, unless you have anything else, Leslie. I don't. All right, so we'll see you next time. Thank you.